0: Uh, Christmas uh, was last week and we had the kids in service as well um, one of the things we do it's just going to be a really quick service um, the thing is we want to value families and we uh, volunteers and a lot of them go out of town uh, for the weekend, they go to different places and different things like that and we don't want to put any undue pressure or obligation on them to say hey we need you to come on your only day off this year and serve three times all these different things so That's kind of why this service looks the way it is, and my son's sitting in the corner reading his Bible. So, um, cool. Uh, So, these two weeks, we're looking at this new concept, this new idea. We're starting 2012 off, you know. A lot of us have maybe goals that we've done. What? What did I say, 2012? (laughs) My dad's looking at me like, so... 2017. It was a bad year, guys. It was a bad year, you know. So 2017, we have a lot of habits, a lot of things that we want to do, New Year's resolutions, you know, lose weight. Everyone has their hands up for that except for all the skinny people. And your goal is to not be so mean to all of us that are trying to lose weight. Looking at some of you in the corner. Maybe some of it's grow hair in areas that are not have as much hair, you know, people wearing hats. There's just a lot of different goals, but what does it look like for the church? What does it look like for us to have the goal and the idea and the concept to be to fall more deeply in love with Jesus Christ this year? I know a lot of us talk about it implicitly or that's kind of our goal throughout our whole lives, but what if we put as much effort and as much hope and promise in the idea of falling more in love with Jesus Christ than we do with losing weight or, or, or getting this new job or whatever your goals are. Because those are all symptoms of honestly, truly falling more in love with Jesus so the scripture we're going to look at this week and next week is very simple. It's a simple scripture. You might have heard it uh, many times before. Uh, it comes in, in John chapter 14, verse 15. Super simple to remember. John 14, 15. We're going to memorize this in the middle of this service so you guys will know this scripture and memorize it. 14, 15. Super simple. John fourteen 15. It'll be on the screen. If you love me, this is Jesus talking. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Super simple. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Say it together. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So, today, what we're going to look at and what we're going to talk about, and kind of the mindset we're going to kick 2017 off with, is what does it look like to love Jesus Christ? Next week, we'll talk about more in depth of what does it really mean to follow the commandments. But today, what I want to talk about, what I want to process with us together is this idea of what it means to fall in love with Jesus. So, I need some help. I need some help to to figure this out. So, I'm going to pick a random person. And if you don't want to come up stage, just shake your head no, because I don't want to embarrass anyone. So, yes or no? You right here? Yeah? No? Okay. Everyone's shaking their head no. (laughs) All right, you, come on. You got to come up. (laughs) Everyone else shook their head no. And I don't want to embarrass anyone. All right, come sit, 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 sit. Happy. What's your name? Luis. Luis? This isn't your first time, is it? Here at this church? Yeah. No, okay. This is Luis. Hi, Luis. For 2017, you get to be Jesus. All right, big, tall, tall ask, all right? So this, this illustration, this idea, this concept I want to show you, uh, and Luis is going to help me, is this idea uh, of how we kind of put Jesus in his place. Because if we love Jesus, you know, he's going to be sitting here, sitting on the throne all the time, right? That's how we know, we look at, we kind of revere Jesus. But that's not how it really works practically, does it? And I'm going to show you how, all right? So uh, you're married now, right? Yeah. You have kids, all right? But before that, you, you dated, yeah. right? You had a dating relationship. We'll, we'll use your wife as an example. What's your wife's name? Sarah. Sarah, all right. So when, when you were, before you started dating Sarah, Jesus was right here, right? And you were, you were sitting here and you're like, Jesus, please help me find, find this girl, find this date. Lord, I need help, all these things. And then you went on a date with Sarah, right? Like then then you're like, okay, Jesus, all right, Jesus, okay, all right, all right, Jesus here, all right, now I'm with Sarah, I love Sarah, oh, Sarah, oh, well, Sarah's crazy, Sarah, Sarah's weird, and so, sure. Jesus, get back up here, get Sarah away, Sarah, stay away, oh, Lord, I don't need to be with, oh, wait, she's okay, okay. come on, all right, okay, Sarah, all right, okay, then you guys get married, and then everything's good, and then the marriage, oh, your first kid, first kid's coming. Jesus, get back on the throne. Jesus, I need you on the throne, right? All right, and you're sitting there, and you're like, okay, Jesus. All right, help me with this kid. He's crying all night. All these things, he stopped crying. He stopped crying. All right, Jesus, he stopped crying. All right, I got it under control. I got this new, uh, this new feeder plan. It's all good. He's not gonna cry. Oh, he's starting to cry again. Jesus, get back on the throne. <laughs> and we treat, and we continue to do Jesus like this. Now, for the people that are judging this illustration, you're more like this. All right, scoot over, Jesus. Get, we'll share this together. All right, Jesus. I'm in charge. <laughs> we're in charge together. All right. He, he has his kid on stage. He's doing horrible things. This is a terrible thing, but Jesus, we're gonna do this together, right? Let's do it together. Yeah, There's and enough. we treat Jesus, and then sometimes we're like, screw right, scoot over a little more, Jesus. All right, okay, you, you get, all right, Jesus. And we treat Jesus, all right, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Happy New Year. <laughs> Jesus done broke the clip. <laughs> and we treat Jesus kind of like this 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 doll or this plaything that when everything in our life is going well, Jesus is sitting on the throne. When everything else is is falling down, when everything is going awry we say, hey Jesus, get back on the throne, I need your help, I need your help, I need your help. Help me with this, do this, this is when I pray, this is when I read my scripture, this is when, hey, this is when I'm gonna fast, this is when I'm doing, when things aren't going well. But then as things get better, as things start to happen, we start to sit on the throne and we look around at our kingdom and we start to see this concept, this idea, that we are now God, and and we talk about it, and you know what, you say, well, that's not me. And for those of the people that say it's not me, you're the one that's sharing the seat with Jesus. You're the one that's saying, hey, scoot over a little bit. We'll do this together. And the reality is, no, that's not how it works. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. What does it look like to practically love Jesus? And that's what we're gonna talk about. Romans. Romans 10.9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And a lot of us use this and think about this and we say, this is what it means like to look and to love Jesus. That Confession with our mouth is what it looks like to love Jesus. And a lot of times we sit and we say, hey, I'm going to confess with my mouth. And if I tell people publicly and out loud that I love Jesus, that means that I love Jesus. But so many times internally you see this struggle in your own life where you're kicking Jesus off the throne or or Jesus isn't in technically his right place. And so we see, and we see these people, and we judge these people. All of us in our, every one of us, including me, can say, oh, I know that exact same person That person, you know, that comes and you say, hey, oh, I believe in Jesus, but then you see no fruit in their life. Or maybe they betrayed you, or maybe something has happened, and they've confessed with their mouth, but you're saying, hey, they don't really get it. And we start to continue, and we judge, and we say, we're not as bad or as worse off as those people. And we start to get in our mind that loving Jesus is simply about just, hey, being better than that person or being better than another person who confesses Christ. And we start to judge and we start to put place and put ourselves in a certain pecking order. And that loving Jesus is doing certain things that if, hey, you know, if I go to church, if I tithe, if I take communion, if I, I bring my kids, if I do all these different things, then yeah, then that makes me love Jesus. And I love Jesus by the things that I do rather than basically who Jesus is. See, a lot of us are really good at confessing with our mouth. But not a lot of us are good about believing in our heart that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. So what does it look like for 2017 for us to be a church, a congregation, a body of believers that doesn't just confess with our mouths? But actively pursuing that belief in our heart. And you know, for me, something that I pray and I try to pray daily and think about daily is that, Lord, I believe. Help me in my unbelief. You see, how do you know if you're a Christian? It's a simple question, but I want us to think about it. How do you know if you're a Christian? You don't have to respond. Whatever the answer is in your mind, well, a lot of you would say, oh, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died from the dead, then, then you're a Christian, you're saved. Some of you might say, oh, well, if, you know, uh, I was raised this way, my, my parents brought me up in the church, I've, I've always been a believer in Christ, I've always been a Christian. Some culturally, hey, you know, I was born in the South, and, you know, just kind of the South is kind of a Christian place, you know, God bless, Merry Christmas. Not a ton of political movement here at Target or different places and stuff like that, so it's like, hey, this, this makes me a Christian just by association, Christian by association. So the answer is, how do you know if you're a believer in Christ? How do you know if you're a Christian? And the simplest, simplest way, and this is simple for adults, for kids, for everyone, you know how you know if you're a Christian? If you love Jesus. If you love Jesus. You are a Christian if you love Jesus. So how, how, what does it look like to love Jesus Christ? It looks very similarly to natural love, the way that you love your wife, the way that you love your, 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 your children, the way that you love your friends and your family. If you love Jesus, following his commandments becomes something of not just necessity, it becomes something that's just easy. Because it's the same as this, and we'll talk about more about this next week, but if you treat God like a landlord, you feel like you just gotta pay rent. And if you don't pay rent, God's gonna kick you out. But what does it look like to look at God as the father that he is? A perfect father who's not gonna kick you out of your house, even if you make a mistake, even if you do something wrong, even if, even if you fall or stumble. That if you don't pay rent that God's not going to kick you out. So what does it look like to love Jesus? And the simplest way to explain that and talk about it is you can tell if somebody loves Jesus by the way that they love others. Not that the way, not that, the way that they treat others or the way that they do business, not that the way that they do things, But how do they genuinely love others? Now, I'm gonna talk about something and it's very politically charged and I don't mean it to be. But I just wanna address this because it's come across my attention to different things. But um, for me, it's personal, it's not political. You know, we've in Savannah, Georgia, where we live, you know, we've had an influx of refugees, influx of people coming from different countries and different places and all that stuff. And for those of you who don't know, my wife is Iranian descent. Her, her parents came from Iran after the revolution in, in 1979. They were refugees, immigrants, whatever you wanna say. And they came here and they actually met in America and they had Natasha and her sister, Nadia, who I married Natasha and now I have two boys, James and Peter. And they weren't believers. They, they didn't grow up in the church. That's not the way they came. They come from a traditionally Muslim background. And you see, and you you look at James, and you look at Natasha, and you look at Peter, you don't see kind of what the media or the world portrays. And a lot of us here, you don't even know this, but we actually do have a lot of people from the Middle East that come to our congregation. And we have a lot of people who serve and help and participate and love people like Christ in the congregation. There's people in this room right now who became believers in Christ from the Middle East who are now believers in Christ because of the way that the church has loved them. Started out with an English class and has turned into a relationship with Christ. So how do you know what it looks like to love Jesus? It looks like to love Jesus to love others. You see, earlier in the chapter, John 14, Philip is having this discourse with Jesus and they have this big disagreement. And Jesus says, have I not been with you this whole time? And you don't get it. You still don't get it. And sometimes I feel like we don't get it. We want to see some sign or miracle from God to believe, but we've been with Jesus this whole time. Just like Philip and we don't get it. So how do we love? How do we know that we love? How, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. We'll talk more about the commandment part next week, but what does it look like to love Christ? It looks like to love Christ, we need to love others. We need to love others in every stage and part of their life. One of the things I learned a long time ago, younger when I was in college, is it says when somebody was talking to me about Christianity and I was very frustrated with another person and I said to that person I said you know man they're, they're awful they're terrible I just don't get it I don't think they're ever going to become a believer in Christ and we had that same philosophy out some people that we know or maybe family or whatever the situation is somebody turned to me and they said almost how dare you were you any better before you fell in love with Jesus? And I learned that day and from that day forward and the same thing I wanna teach you is said no, So what does it look like in 2017 for our church to serve Christ, to love Christ in a way that the community, not just the community, but this world and generation after generation of people are going to fall in love with Jesus because of what people in this church did to decide to say, hey, I'm going to follow Jesus and I'm going to keep the commandments, not out of obligation or duty, but out of obedience, Because if you love somebody, you will do anything for that person. True love. So what does it look like for our church in 2017 and moving forward to love our kids, to love each other, to love Christ more? Because there might be a Syrian, Iraqi, Iranian, South African, refugee that's going to come Who's gonna fall in love with Jesus and he's gonna marry my son? I don't know. Because somebody decided to help them. Because somebody decided to share the love of Christ with them. Because somebody decided to be the church instead of going to church. So what does it look like to go to the what does it look like to go to church? What does it look like to be the church in 2017? And I think the very first step in that is falling more and more in love with Jesus Christ. James, come on, let's pray. Father, I thank you for who you are and I thank you for the craziness. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's tough having kids in service. It's tough having, you know, the wildness. Lord, but I hope that every single child in this room knows that we love them more than we love going to church. Lord, that we love them more than an occupation or, or a job. Lord, that, that they can see that we love Jesus. So Lord, that they can fall in love with Jesus. Lord, I thank you for, for, for the church that's just willing to be Christ. Lord, in the past two weeks we've seen families adopted, we've seen individuals adopted, we've seen broken marriages restored, we've seen healing, Lord, we've seen just miraculous things. Lord, may this be a place where we come, Lord, a hospital for the broken, not just a museum for the righteous, where we come and we consume Christ. Lord, may this be, place be in 2017, 2018, Lord, forever, a place where we don't just come and consume Christ, but rather where we, we come and we learn and we grow in how to be Christ to each other, to the community, and to the world. Lord, I just thank you for redeeming and restoring me but I pray that same thing for my sons. I pray that for all the, the children in this room, Lord. I, I pray that for everyone who doesn't know what it means to love Jesus. I pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen. It's an interesting start to 2017. We have the whole year ahead of us. We've got a lot of things, maybe plans, expectations. A lot of us are going back to work, going to school. College kids are coming home from where they've been. A lot of things are happening, and there's a lot of hope. My prayer, my my hope for this congregation, for this church, is that we keep Jesus where He should be. We keep Him where He's always been. We keep Him on the throne. If you don't know what that's like, if you don't understand what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we're gonna have a prayer team down here and we'd love to talk with you. If you feel like you've been sitting up here your whole life, it's not really working for you. We'd love to talk to you about that. Maybe you're a believer in Christ and right now you're sitting up here and everything's going great. by the Holy Spirit or just by prayer, you've realized that that's not how it's supposed to be. In your marriage, in your life with Christ or anything. We'd have people who would love to talk with you and pray with you about that. Maybe you're just hurting. Maybe Christ is sitting up there and you're bending down, begging and pleading with him for something that hasn't happened yet. And you're waiting in hopeful anticipation. 2017, healing will come restoration will come, and, and you're, you're hopeful, but weary. There's, there's people down here, I'll be down here, and we'd love to talk to you about that. What i really like to say is, Happy New Year. And I'm so blessed and thankful to be in a place where my son, my family, where I could come. We could talk about Jesus openly and honestly and learn and grow together on how to fall in love with Jesus Christ more and more every day. Because it's not just about me and it's not just about you. But together we, through Christ, can change this city. And honestly, we could change this world. I'm gonna pray one more time and whatever you need to do or wherever you, if you wanna sit, stand, Jeff's going to lead us in worship and then then we'll be finished. But once again, Happy New Year. Father, I thank you for who you are and what you've done in this church. What you're doing and how you're continuing to mold and shape us. Lord, may 2017 be a time and a place where we come and we look back and say this was a pivotal moment in the life of Compassion Christian Downtown. We don't notice it now. We don't see anything now. But Lord, you're setting us on a trajectory for something we can't even anticipate. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.